Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did 2020's The Boy 2. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Um, well, not a lot. Always not a lot. It's always not a lot at the moment, isn't it? But, well, I've been doing stuff, just not Not. remarkable. Yeah. Put off doing things that I should have done. (laughs) (laughs) Been watching the uh, Resident Evil 8 gameplay. No. Got to the dollies. Oh, like, the dollies. Don't like the dollies. The dollies. They they knew exactly what they were doing because the dolly section. So there's I don't know what it's called. The Valley of Mist with the dolly maker, whatever. Um, seemed not scary at first until you were in there for a bit. Until and then you were in there and um, it got scary. Then it got scary. <laughs> it's scary. It's very scary. It's too scary. It's just too scary. I like the I like the playthrough because then you can be like, I'm going to turn this off. It's too scary now. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't play this game. I could actually play it. I can only watch a YouTube. I like it because it's like watching a horror film. I think that's quite a good. It is kind of like watching a horror film. Yeah, it's we can quite talk a good over thing. it. Yeah. What have I done? I watched Rocket Man this week. Oh yeah. And then uh, I got to thinking because because it, it I feel like I don't know. It's, Probably because I've started watching things more critically, but there's like, basically he's in it and then his his songwriting partner writes these lyrics and then gives them to him and he sits there and reads them and then just starts playing the Mm. piano. And I was like, you're telling me that that's how good he is. I don't believe you. (laughs) But then I was like, maybe he's got that, you know, that thing that we've discussed where you can see like colours as a synesthesia. Yes. Yeah. So I think he can see words as music. Maybe. Yeah. But I was like, you're not telling me he's that good that he just came up with it immediately. <laughs> well, maybe. He might have done. He might have done. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Yeah. But, uh, but I enjoyed it. It was a good film, It was a good film, was a good film wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I liked yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, it was a first-time watch. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. it yeah. Good. It's very sort of similar to, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, isn't I it? I haven't seen that. It's a similar idea. It's kind of telling the story of him yeah and then because <laughs> i was watching it with robin he was like when is he going to write the circle of life <laughs> when is he going to do the circle of life and i was like i don't think he's gonna i think that's that's a bit later on in his career and i was like maybe there'll be a rocket man too so then we were like rocket man too what the david furnish the, cir- the circle of life <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know if you want to do that I think you should do that. He's a good singer, isn't he? He is, he's very good, yeah. Kevin Edgerton's a good singer too. Was he actually singing? Did um, he actually sing? Well, I feel like it was him. 
I don't know. I thought it was him, I but I never it checked him. if it was him. Yeah, I think it was him. It was very good. Mm. I liked it. Recommend recommend a watch. It's a nice little... It's a good film to watch. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's a good film to it's watch. It's a good film to watch. It's a good film to watch. It's the sort of film that's really good to watch if you are on a flight or something. Not yeah, that anyone's on flights this year. But, yeah. like, it's because it's quite long, but it's quite absorbing. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a nice watch as well, so you're not going to get, like, terrified when you're on a plane. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine if you played Resident Evil on a plane? Oh, God, you'd be so oh, stressed. Oh, <laughs> like, the staff on the plane would be like, you, ma'am, you need to desist. Are and they'd be like, I'm right. scared. I need a drink, I'm terrified. <laughs> imagine if the whole plane had to play Resident Evil oh, together God. through the flight. They'd be so stressed. Everyone would be traumatised. Oh, they'd be so stressed. Like, you couldn't... The plane couldn't land until everyone on the plane had completed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awful. But that the ticket's free. Yeah. Oh, no. No, thank you. I don't... It, mm. no. It's an interesting idea of getting a free flight, but on the plane ride, you have to... Terrify yourself. Terrify yourself. But I'd find free. it a bit stressful, I think. I find flying quite stressful anyway. I'd also I'd question the motivations of the airline that operates <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Like, are you sure you're safe to fly with? I don't really trust... This. What if What if it's a double bluff and you're scared of playing Resident Evil on a plane, but then suddenly you'll complete it and then the pilot will be like, crash landing! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you're all scared. Oh no, it'd be horrible. No, thank you. I find planes quite stressful anyway. Yeah, I do too. It's the whole the whole sort of queuing up and checking mm. in and stuff. Like flying, I don't I'm not like scared of flying or anything. It's just the whole sort of It's the whole ordeal process. of doing it. It's very stressful. And I find What I need it... is I need to be rich and have my own private oh, yeah. jet. That's what I need. And how many times do you check you've got your passport? Uh if, if at it's least once it's at least times. a million, yeah. 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 That's like my nightmare of like yeah. not having my passport. Yeah, no. Well, from watching a good film to watching a stinker of a film, uh, we watched The Boy Two from twenty twenty. That says a lot. It was in twenty twenty. Let's face it. Right off. Did they make it during a pandemic? No, it was made before. Oh, okay. It came out like the beginning of twenty twenty. Uh, it was just okay. before. Yeah was directed by William Brent Bell. The same guy, the same guy directed it as the first one, but they've thrown everything out of the window. Mmm. What? I don't understand this. Anyway. Scored a 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. <sighs> In my opinion, that is too high. <laughs> the, syn- the synopsis is, a family moves into the old Hillshire estate. Jude, the young son, makes friends with a lifelike doll called Brahms. We've seen him before. We've seen him before. I've written a little haiku. Oh, yeah. A new family. Brahms the doll is back to life. Katie Holmes is scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Haikus really just capture it perfectly. They do, they do. I love it. It's great. So, yeah, we'll start. I could... Also, I could not find any trivia on this. There was... Oh, no, there was one piece of trivia that I found, right? And it was... In the credits, Tom Cruise... Oh, a person named Tom Cruise is credited in the credits. Katie Holmes was married to Tom Cruise for a while or something like that. And I was like, that is a rubbish fact. Rubbish. Was, so it wasn't that was basically Tom Cruise. It, it was a, someone also I don't know if it was Tom Cruise. If you Tom work Cruise. in the film industry, why would you use the name Tom Cruise? You'd use like, your well, middle I name or Thomas. Well, I thought you had to do because you regist- yeah. if you registered with like the Screen yeah. Actors Guild, you've got to like, have a different name. Because sometimes there's like... That's why David Williams is David Williams, because he's David Williams, but there was another actor called David, David Williams, Williams, so he so changed Williams. it to David Williams. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. So maybe it is the actual Tom Cruise. If he helped make this film, I'm going to be really annoyed. Well. How dare you, Was he Tom? Brahms? Was he Brahms? <laughs> <laughs> he might have been. Well. I mean... I feel like if it was, I'd have enjoyed it a lot more, to be honest. <laughs> I think it would have been better. They should have got a real actor to play. Not a doll, a real actor and just made them to up. To play Brahms. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> but obviously he'd have to be a bit bigger for yeah. an adult actor to play. Unless it's Tom Cruise. Because <laughs> he's quite little. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we open on a mansion. It's foggy and dark. There's statues and it's all very creepy. Then we get the title card. Then we cut to London. I'm assuming it's London. It's London, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, looks like London, yeah. yeah. Uh, the mum's shouting for a son, Jude, through the house and she finds his shoes uh, in the kitchen and then he jumps out and scares her and she's like, that's really, really not funny. Can you not do that, please? It's very annoying. Then the dad rings up because he's out at work and uh, and she's like, oh yeah, use that funny shoe trick that mm. you probably taught him or whatever. And then he's like, oh, I've got to take the clients to dinner, so I'm going to be late. And she's like, you've been late three times this week. And then he's like, I'll make it up when I get back. And you get he's sort of, I'm assuming she's maybe a stay-at-home mum and he's like a career man yeah, working kind of looks in London. Like, well, I think she does work because I think she's just got in from somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I got the impression that she stayed at home. Or maybe that was afterwards. No, I think that was afterwards. Mm. So... Then uh, Jude's in bed, and then he's like, were you scared? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you really got me, that's that's great. Get your dad next time. And then uh, she gives him his little bear, and then he's like, I think I'm too old to sleep with a bear. And then she's sort of saying, well, I won't tell anyone if you won't. Good night. Aww. And then uh, it cuts to, it's, it must be like the middle of the night. The house is all quiet, everyone's asleep. And I'm assuming the dad's not back yet. So she hears a noise and she gets up to see what the noise is. And she she goes round to the kitchen again like she did in the first mm. scene. And she finds Jude hiding in the corner and he's like, no, mum, don't. And then basically she gets attacked oh, by horrible. some balaclavered assailant and she gets hit on the head, falls to the floor. Jude's like crying and yeah. he's in the right state. It's horrible. Oh. She, does, she gives them a good... She does give her go. a good fight, she? gives a good she? go. And was it Judy who triggered the alarm? Was it her? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Between them, did. they triggered the alarm, which was a good move. Yeah. They did pretty well, considering. She did put up a good fight, to yeah. be fair to her. So then it cuts to Jude is in therapy and he's drawing the masked assailants mm. and the woman's sort of trying to talk to him and then he's like, I just want to go, can I go now? So then... Uh, they kind, she kind of, this woman's kind of talking to the parents now and she's like, it's like a selective mutism obviously brought on by a trauma. Mm. But don't force him to recovery, but he'll talk to you in his own time. Just try and focus on his recovery, basically. So they're home in the house and I feel like she doesn't feel comfortable in the house anymore because yeah. she doesn't feel very safe there. And she's got a headache, which might be to do with the fact that she's been attacked and mm. stuff. And he's he's really sort of positive and upbeat and trying to sort of yeah well, you know yeah it's fine well I'll move on and whatever she's she's sort of like saying I'm fine but then he's like yeah I don't think you are really you keep having nightmares you don't leave the house and you've never actually spoken about it because she sort of focuses the attention onto Jude mm. the son and then he sort of suggests that maybe they should go away from London and have a bit of a fresh start and have a bit of time to recover, etc. Then Jude comes in and he's like, can I sleep in your bed? Because obviously he's scared as well. he's traumatised, yeah. Traumatised. Then uh, Kate Holmes has a nightmare of being attacked by this master sailor. jump. And, <laughs> and uh, Jude gets scared because obviously she's mm. having a night terror. So then it cuts to them, they're travelling out of the city, they're going towards the north... Yeah, I noticed that. I wonder where they're going. The north, to a little cottage. And then I put to a chatty northerner. Yeah. These are like the typical standard northerners yeah. in every film. And she's like, oh, would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> oh, we'll have a look around this house. Oh, northerness, etc. Oh, yeah. She says that it was a, that it's like a little, I say a little cottage. It's quite a big cottage, actually. But it's part of a big bigger estate but it was bought when the family died so they're kind of just using this as a holiday lot kind mm. of thing and they absolutely love it they decide to go for a walk in the grounds oh, it's lovely and i was like standard london people these are yeah. london people you can tell they're like oh we're out in the fresh air because like of the horrendous pollution in london walking along and I was like, that's like every London person. We're getting out into the country. It's going to be amazing. And I was like, most people in London just want to leave London. 
<laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know anyone who genuinely enjoys living there. It's crazy. So they find this big main house and it's absolutely massive and it's Glenview Estate, Ooh. which is the house for that the first like a one. Nice name, doesn't it? It sounds, sounds like a lovely like a nice, place. Yeah, it's quite a big. It's like an old sort of gothic mansiony type thing, isn't it? Jude wanders off into the woods. And he finds a little hand poking out of the soil. Ugh, like a little growing a little, little hand. Fungus. So he digs and it's Brahms the doll and we're like, oh, it's Brahms oh, the doll. No. Straight into the, the horror. Yeah, the parents are like busy sort of being nosy trying to look in this house and then they're like, hey Jude, what do you think? And he's not there and then they're like, oh my God, where's the kid? And then he sort of appears with this doll and they're like... Oh, you found a creepy doll then. Nice. Uh, do you oh. want to keep it? And he's like, yeah. Yes. So they're like, right. No. We need to clean don't, him up first. Don't keep a creepy doll you find buried in the... Why was it buried? This Did is someone the thing. want rid of it? This is the thing because I think they're just like, if it helps you recover, you can keep that weird doll. It's fine. If a doll helps him recover, get him like a nice doll from a shop that's... A pleasant, get him a nice has teddy pleasant or features. Get a teddy. Teddies are so you much don't nicer need a than creepy dolls. Victorian boy, yeah, dressed yeah. in a smart in a outfit. No. So she she says, right, you can keep it, but we've got to clean it first because obviously it's been in the ground. So she starts cleaning it, cleaning him up. How she uses like a natural sponge and cotton buds, and I'm yeah. like, get a dish scrub, like, rub his face and hose yeah. pipe him down. So Dunk him in a bucket. They find this piece of paper with him, which is the rules from the first mm. one. And then she's like, oh, he looks like he wants a friend. We don't want to be his friend. Don't want to be his friend. So she's cleaning him. And then she's like, he looks like he was broken and put back together. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he was broken Healed. at all. He looks like exactly the same. Because if you remember in the end of the last one... Somebody was piecing his face back together. Oh, yeah. And it had all cracks in it and mm. stuff. There's not a crack on that face at all. He's healed. It's by the same guy. He should know <laughs> what he filmed. Oh, my God. So they all go to bed. And she she puts Jude to bed. And then she kind of walks past a mirror. And it looks like the doll's looking at her. But then oh. she looks away and it isn't looking at her. And she's like, ooh, creepy. It's creepy. Then it cuts to the morning and she wakes up because she can hear Bram's lullaby playing. So then she gets up and it's Jude that's playing it. And then she's like, oh, you've dressed him. So Doll's sat with him and he's pianoing. She's like, oh, that's very good. Very good pianoing. It's breakfast now. And then uh, the dad comes and he's like, well, I'm just on my way to my commute <laughs> down the hall. I hope the traffic's not bad. And they're all like, hilarious. All right, then. We get it. You're going to work. Off you go. So then uh, she's like, she's she's sort of like, yeah, that's very funny. And then he's like, bye, Jude. Uh, bye, doll. What's his name? It's Brahms. He's Brahms. writing it down. Right, it's Brahms. Where did you come up with that? He told me it. Okay, then. Okay. See you later. <laughs> then it cuts to a walk in the woods. So it's her and Kate, uh, Kate Holmes and Jude walking in the woods. Because they didn't want to do... History yeah, he's supposed maths to have or a lesson who wants to go for walking in the woods. Because she's homeschooling yeah. him now, isn't she? So he, uh, he hears sort of kid voices and it leads him to this jumper on the ground where he found Brahms, I think. Yeah. And there's a little jumper in there. And then all of a sudden there's a dog that's barking and they're like, yeah. ah! Poor and dog. Then, and then a man comes and it's Ralph Innocent, the Dave man. Oh! He does all the voiceovers for Dave. He's the guy. He's the I guy. I didn't realise it was him. Yeah, he's the guy. Oh, wow. He's the guy, because he was in uh, The Witch, and I've, I've listened to a lot of American reviews of The Witch, and they're like, I cannot understand a word that man he's is saying. He's great. He's been in so many things. From Leeds. His voice is like... As deep as an oak tree. It's really distinctive it's like voice, proper, isn't it? Yeah. Proper northern he is. Ralph Innocent. He's great. I recognised his face, but I didn't realise he was the guy from He's so Dave. many things that I've heard. Datcher. Does <gasps> the Datcher advert. Datcher? Yeah. It's a lot of it does a lot of voiceover work in this country. Which makes me laugh because wow. no one else knows what he's saying. Datcher Duster. Datcher. Yeah. I can't even I can't close. even go that low. I can't even come anywhere near that depth. <laughs> And he's like, I'm uh, I'm Joe the groundsman, and this is Osma Dog. Dog's growling. 
And he's like, he's sort of looking at this doll and they're like, we can put the doll back if you want. And he's like, no, no, it doesn't matter. So he's like, no, no, you can keep it, it's fine. And then they're a bit like, okay, fine. And then he's like, people think I'm a bit crazy living here alone and blah, blah, blah. Then the husband comes out and he's like, I've been shouting you for ages. And uh, this Joe like walks them back to the house. And, he, and she's like, he was insistent that he walked us back to the house. So You see, it sounds like he, he might be like a good guy, doesn't he, Joe? Yeah, he sounds all right. So then they're talking about this doll that was found in the woods and then she says that his whole like wardrobe was down there and this weird little coffin thing and then they're sort of saying yeah it's creepy that doll don't like that doll it's really bad and then he sort of says to her using Jude to avoid talking about the accident and then she's like I nearly died and then he's like yes I know and then she gets really annoyed at him because the thing is he wasn't there yeah he didn't live through it because he was at work mm. and I think a bit of her probably resents him for that because mm. he wasn't there to look after her, you know. It's tricky because it, it, it wasn't his fault that he wasn't there. And even if he had been there, it might not have been different. Yeah. But it's because there's sort of that question of what if he been had different. been there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she's mad at him and she storms off and then she hears Jude talking to Brahms in his room and she's like, whoa, come here, come here, listen. So they're listening to him chat away. And then they go in, but he won't talk to him. Mm. And then he says that Brahms doesn't like the dog. He's not a fan of that dog. And then they're like, we'll, we'll leave you to it then. And then he's like, close the door, writes it down. And then they, they go out and they're like, he's starting to chat. This is great. <laughs> but he's kind of not chatting because he's, he's just chatting really, to his dog. Yeah. And then you see the dog again, this Oz, and he's growling. The wife, Kate Holmes, wakes up in the night by sort of whispering and and stuff when she puts the light on that stops and then she gets like a flash of the robbery that happened and then i think then she sees jude stood with that mask on that that brahms had the porcelain like the porcelain mask thing and she wakes up and then uh i think she goes to check on jude but he's asleep in his own bed. Yeah. So like yeah. that's like the first time he started to sleep in his so own they're, bed. So they're kind of fooled into thinking that perhaps Brahms is a, a positive yeah. thing because he started talking and he wants to sleep in his own bed. But obviously Brahms is not. Because we know not. from Brahms's manner that he is yeah. not. So it cuts to morning and she wakes up and husband has cooked a breakfast. Yeah. He's like... Oh, well, let you lie in. Oh, I've cooked breakfast. I thought, oh, slow clap for you. I was like, how many times has she made breakfast for you? About mm. a million, probably. Made a little plate for Brahms. I know it's Brahms. Made a little plate for Brahms. Adult-sized portion, and he's not even He's only a tiny alive. doll. Yeah, yeah, you should at least have a, a toddler's portion. But so, that's I mean, not the worst it, thing about this in, film, is it? Oh, God. In... Obviously, there's going to be spoilers for the original film, but I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've probably watched the original. So, the rules for Brahms, there were, one of the rules was you had to leave him food yeah. out because he, he was, was a person, a person. Yeah. not a doll. It was an actual person because they kind of did that whole, like, is the doll real? Is the doll possessed thing? And then it turned out it wasn't. But in this, they, keep, they seem to have just thrown this out of the window completely. I don't understand. But anyway, so... They get him a plate and then she's reading these rules that he's got. He's written all these rules out and the end one is Jude is with Brahms always and forever. So that's a new rule mm. because that wasn't one of the rules. So then she goes in his room to have a look and she sees the bear under the pillow and its legs sticking out. So she pulls it, but the bear... The, its leg, its leg off. comes off and it's torn to pieces. Poor Mr. Brown. Poor Mr. Brown. So... She comes in and she's like, uh, what happened to Mr. Brown? And then he's like, Brahms did it. And then she's like, don't lie. He's like, I'm not lying. Brahms did it. Brahms and she's is like, jealous about the other toys. Go to your room. Leave the doll here. So he does. And then uh, he's in his room. Mum's reading in another room. But Brahms is still in the yeah. living room. And the TV's on, I think. And then it goes to like TV static. static. Brahms has got the remote control. Brahms is sat with the remote and mm. she's like that fucking kid i'm gonna go tell him off so she's really mad at him and she's like i told you to stay in your room what are you doing and, and he's like i have been here the whole time i'm doing what you told me she is not convinced and then she goes to look at this doll and taps it on the face 
and then walks off and then his eyes move and I was like, no, no, this was not the point. (laughs) (laughs) She goes back to reading and then she hears like a thumping sound and there's no doll in the lounge and Jude's door's locked. So she's really mad and she's like, open this door immediately, Jude. What what do you think you're doing? Then Jude turns up at the side of her. I think he went for a drink or something. Yeah, he got just water. Went for a drink. Uh, And then the door opens and Brahms is sat in the chair. So then it cuts to night time. Mum's in bed. The dad comes in and says, somebody wants to apologise. And Jude's like, I'm sorry I scared you, blah, blah, blah. Brahms is sorry as well. And she's like, fine. I accept your apology. Well, if Brahms is sorry, he needs to come and tell her himself. And then, yeah, he does, because apparently he can do. She says that she saw somebody go into his room, but then he's like, I don't think you did, basically. I think you're seeing things. I think you're crazy. Mm. So then it cuts to... So annoying in films where someone the wife sees never something believed. and everyone just thinks that, yeah, that they're, yeah. they're imagining it. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, I understand that the way it is said sounds like there's not very much substance to it. But in a horror film... Yeah. It's like... You need to believe... believe yeah. Always believe your wife, because they are normally right. Or at least don't dismiss everything that they say. Yeah. If, if you say... If someone says something and mm-hmm. you're like, that sounds strange, perhaps consider that there might be an explanation for what's being seen rather than assuming that they were hallucinating. There was yeah. assume people hallucinating films. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It cuts to them having a chat with the doctor online... And she's sort of saying, yeah, he's processing his trauma and this is allowing him to feel safe with this doll. So let him carry on with it, basically. So then the mum decides to look up childhood trauma case and antique dolls. Yeah, I like the way... This is how everyone It turned into antiques roadshow for a second. So you go to the internet to look up something serious and important and then you're like, now I'm going to look at this instead. I'm just going to go for the, the crazy route first. And that's how you get like that man down a rabbit. That oh. man in his hands. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh my it. god! I went online to look at something. I can't remember what I was looking for now. What was I going to look up? It was something quite innocent. Oh, I remember. I was looking up a date for when a game is being released, and then obviously was it, was it uh, Far Cry? Yeah, I was going to. I was going to see when the new Far Cry games out, and then ended up. Going down a rabbit hole that led me to pictures of a serial killer's deformed hands. <laughs> and I only went five steps from looking up when, like, when Argos or Amazon or whatever is going to have a game. To literally five clicks hands. later, a serial killer with deformed hands. And apparently they're real. The wonders of the internet. Do you know wonder everyone is in a state of Panic. dismay at the moment? <laughs> with five clicks... That's what you, you can, can be see deformed claw-like hands of an awful serial killer. Yeah. And, and that's what people don't on. need in a pandemic, yeah. I think. Stressful. Start at Argos and end up with a serial killer's hands. hands. <laughs> oh, I'll never get that image out of my head. Never search. That's fine, but then ever. you made me look at them. Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't want to look at them. <laughs> Why? They were quite bad. Very long fingers. Don't search. Weird. No one... Just, just don't <laughs> use the internet. Except unless... You want to look up childhood trauma and antique dolls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it turned into uh, an episode of uh, Antiques Roadshow overnight. Joe says hi to Jude because he's sat outside at this point and then he's like, oh, nice doll, what's its name? Brahms. Well, that is his name. He's found a new family then. Mm. She's she's looking at Glenview Estate on the internet because she's going down this other rabbit hole and she hears Joe... That man's voice carries. Carry, because, oh, carries like a foghorn. <laughs> because literally, he was really far away and she could hear him. And I was like, Ralph Innocent, his voice carries. Mm. But I think it's because it's quite deep. And then he's sort of saying, he looks like he's got a secret that he knows and no one else knows, that doll and, and all this kind of stuff. So then the mum comes out. What are you doing? And then he's like, oh, just looking for my dog. We've not seen the dog. And he's like, I'll be off then. See you later. So then uh, she checks him inside and I think the dad was meant to be keeping an eye on him so she's annoyed and yeah. she's like you like wonder off and he's like I only turned round for two minutes so then it cuts to night time again and they check on Jude Brahms is sat in his chair Jude's asleep and then I think she starts looking at his hands and 
feet mm. for a marking because that can identify little porcelain made. Yeah. And she finds, I think it's like H606. Mm. Do his fingers articulate? No. So how does he do anything? Well, this is the po- this is the mm. whole thing. He didn't do anything because he wasn't an actual possessed doll. It was a man living in yeah. the walls who has articulated he fingers. He was living do through stuff. the doll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we've completely thrown that out of the yeah. window in this yeah. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she she starts looking at these these markings and I think she's having a dream because then he opens his mouth and all bats come out and she screams and wakes everyone in the house and they're like for god's sake what are you doing nightmares are scary so understatement but she 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 tries to type this number in to see what this doll is but there's no results because it's H606 and then she looks at Jude's pad what he uses to do his communicating and there's all these like it's like standard creepy kid mm. drawings of like him standing over their bloody bodies yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff. And I think the dog, like dead dog and... I like the way with some of these drawings, you can tell they've been drawn by an adult who has... Tried to make them tried look like to make a them child. childlike Because they're a little bit too good for a child. Yeah. Because you can kind of, you can tell exactly what it's trying to say, but it's done in a messy way as if it was a child. You could tell it's been done yeah. by an adult. Yeah, they've just kind of messed it up a bit. But it actually looks like what it's meant because normally it's like a, you get like a, I don't know, like a circle and something, and then you're like, oh, that's a nice that's drawing. What's good. that? It's a cat. <laughs> okay then, cat it is. <laughs> so, she, yeah. So she's like, oh, creepy kid drawings. This is horrible. And then uh, Jude rocks up behind her, dressed as Brahms, because he's got a suit and tie on and like he's oh. with his hair, and she's like, why are you wearing that? Creepy. What are you doing? So then it cuts to tea time and then they have an argument about Brahms's plate and whether he should get one because he's a effing doll, so he doesn't need to eat. So He doesn't need a plate. He does not need a plate. He doesn't need a plate. So the dad goes to get a plate, but then says no because the mum said yeah. no. So that's I was like, inconsistent parenting mm. there. You need to stick to one or the other. So oh, then so how do you can't feed a doll like what are you going to do? Buy I him think, snacks and, and a packed I think lunch? People people <sighs> like little kids sometimes do that, don't they? They like try and give biscuits yeah. to the teddies and stuff. Which, which I guess is fine. But not at that guy's age. Like And also don't cook like a full meal. But then it's again, a waste then of food, isn't the it? The food the food thing was because he needed it to was, feed the guy in the walls. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense that it would be for the doll. Mm. Because I just oh, no. So he decides, does Jude, that he's not eating because Brahms, Brahms can't have any. Yeah. So she's like, right, well, you can sit there until you eat. The doll does not make the rules of this house. No. I'm your mum and I make the rules. So they sit there and they sit there and they sit there. And then she's like, are you eating or what? What are you doing? And then she's like, don't make him mad. Oh, he Jude says, "Don't make, don't make him mad. You made him mad." And then she storms out because she's annoyed. And then you hear this massive like crashing. Goes back in. The dining room's absolutely destroyed. Yeah, tables over. Tables yeah. flipped. Brahms is sat in his chair. And then uh, she is like, "Go to your room." So he takes the doll, and then she's, I think he writes on his pad, and it's, "I told you not to make him mad." So. She shows husband the book and she's like, there's loads of creepy drawings in here of mm. us being horribly murdered. There isn't any. And then <laughs> he's like... old gun. And then she was like, there was a dog. And he's like, are you telling me that he's just taking them out then? And she's like, they were there. I'm well, telling you. Isn't it possible for someone to remove the pages from a pad? It is. It's, but it's easier to not believe the... Yeah. The crazy woman so what at what point do you draw the line as to what you do and don't believe if she said mm. she was gonna make sausages for tea would he then be like i don't believe oh, you really oh, i don't believe you that doesn't sound right i don't believe anything you say yeah either you d- well anyway if it just believe her because she's telling the truth it's just oh, this God, happens in so films annoying. though in that is it, oh, I don't if, believe the hysterical one. Like, if if she said, I think that doll's haunted, it's creepy, if, and I think it's going to result in a disaster for the family, and he was like, I think you're right, let's go. If we, had a, if we had a situation where me and Rob acquired a creepy doll, and Rob was like, I've got bad vibes about this doll, I think it's weird, I'd believe him, and I'd be like, yeah. 
let's get the F out of here. I can't imagine you being so committed to a doll that you would ignore Bob. I'd be like, right, uh, we'll set the house on fire, let's leave. (laughs) Immediately. I'd be like, where's the doll I gave you? (laughs) Yeah, because it'd come from you. (laughs) You'd have done it. I made that doll. I'd be like, Celia, you gave us a haunted doll. From a piece of porcelain I found in a graveyard. I just made a doll. I thought you'd like it. Now I'm upset. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Celia, but uh, you gave us a haunted doll. I modelled the hands on a serial killer. <laughs> no, the hands, the long fingers. Oh, oh God. Don't ever do that. Ever. No, I wouldn't. Oh, my goodness. I wouldn't ever. Yeah, basically, he does not believe her. Then it cuts to Joe in the woods looking for his dog and he can't find him. But then he does find him and he's dead in the woods. His little dog, Oz. Which Aww, is really sad. poor Oz. I mean, obviously, it's an acting mm. dog that didn't really die. But it's, it's a shame it's whenever horrible. a dog dies in a film, isn't it? Yeah. Then the parents decide to hold an intervention. But Jude isn't there. So then they start to search in the woods for him. The wife goes to the big house. And the door is open this time, the front door. Mm. So she goes in and she hears footsteps and, and noise. And she heads up the stairs and finds that picture of the fam- the Heelsha family oh, yeah. that was in there from the last one. And then she finds a little wall cupboard and she gets she in gets straight where, in. The, right where in. it was in the walls. Because yeah. like, there's there's massive gap between the walls. Like, they're huge. So she's sort of wandering around. And then she climbs up to this sort of secret room, which I'm guessing that, that boy Brahms yeah. lived in. And then she finds Jude with the mask on again. And uh, and he's like, sorry, we're playing. I was like, playing in a creepy house. Don't play in a creepy house. No, not, that's not until you get into urban exploration when you're like twenty two and you're at uni. Yep, exactly. So Dad and Joe burst in, and they're like, let's get out of here. We're not meant to be in here. Let's leave. So then they they're sort of talking to Joe, and then they're like, do you just go and go over there and play a minute? And they're like, what really happened here, Joe? And he's like, well. The family had a son and he killed a little girl when he was a kid and he got a little bit burnt because it was in a fire. So then he wore a mask. He lived in the walls. Parents committed suicide. (sighs) He killed a guy and tried to kill another girl and then was killed himself and it was all very horrible. And then they're like, oh, okay. What was the son called? And he's like, he was called Brahms. And then they're like, ooh. Uh, uh, Maybe the doll is creepy. So then they leave. And then they're like, did you find your dog? And he's like, yep, he was gutted in the forest. And then they're like, oh, I'm oh. sorry. It's <laughs> just really oh. matter of fact about it. A bit too matter of fact. Then they, I think they call the therapist again. And then they're kind of saying, I think he needs to be mm. seen. And I, I think she, does she interview him on, on Skype or something? And, and then... He says he tells me things and then he tells me that other families lived with him and I think he's mad that... He says Brahms is mad that the mum and dad wanted to take him. Yeah. And then the... the Brahms is so entitled. He is a he's so little, entitled. Shit, little shitty kid, yeah. like, doll. He's horrible. The mum, The mum's kind of saying to the therapist, she's like, I think he might have killed his dog. So... Is he a bit of a psychopath kind of thing? And then she's like, "Is it? Is it? Is it him that's done it? And he's blaming the doll, and or is it something else or whatever?" So then the therapist is like, "I think we need to meet face to face. Can you bring him to London?" And then they're like, "Yes, but we're having some family over at the moment, so we'll do that, and then we'll bring him." So she's like, "Right, that's fine." So then it cuts to family are arriving. Jude sat with his doll. The uncle's very cool with the dog because he's like, oh, who's your friend? And he's yeah. like, that's Brahms. And he's like, hello, Brahms. And he's like, any friend of Jude's is a friend of ours. And he's very, yeah, like, nice uncle-y. to him. About, very uncle Avuncular. Yeah. And then I just put city kids because there's two mm. city kids. Oh, worst. That little boy's a that, dick. He's really mean, isn't he? He's horrible. The girls, the girls, the girls kind fine. of on board with being there, but the son's yeah. like, oh, it's, I mean, they forest i don't like it yeah there's nothing to do i've got no internet or whatever so then and i think he says something about him being crazy or something because obviously the family so they discuss yeah so 
They all go outside to play and then the auntie and, and the mum, she's like, have a wine. They're it's all fine. good. It's yeah. all good. And, but she can't relax. Like you can mm. see like she's pacing and walking to the window and stuff. She just can't relax. And it kind of keeps cutting from them sort of like the auntie going, oh, everything's fine to the kids and the that older boy just being really horrible and it's, oh, saying he's, he's mental he's and like smashing, he smashes his croquet set yeah. up and and he's a, he's a little shit basically so then he's like oh maybe I'll smash your dollop with like a croquet mallet and then he's like I wish you never came here I don't like you you're horrible and then he takes his sister's hat and she's like give me my hat back and he won't because he's taller so he mm. won't let her reach oh, it oh he's annoying stuff. and then uh Jude grabs it and they're having like a sort of tug of war on this hat. But then you see this splinter yeah, where he the broke the croquet thing, set. Yeah. And then he's pulling at it, but then it's cut into the ante going, oh yeah, you know, the plain pine, it'll all be fine. Over. And he lets go of this hat and then the little shitty kid falls backwards. Mm, but Brahms is like, oh yeah, gets the croquet gets the stick croquet stamped stick in his, his shoulder. shoulder. It's horrible. Brahms is just watching it all, like making it happen somehow. Brahms is watching it all unfold and being mm. like, yes. But that kid was horrible, to be fair. And he shouldn't have been picking on people. Well, it might be a lesson that if you pick on someone... Something they will drive a splinter into your shoulder. To you. Obviously, not quite in the exact same way. <laughs> so then it cuts to him crying and being lifted into the car to go to the hospital to get this massive piece of wood out of his shoulder. It's disgusting. So Mum and Jude are on their own in the house, and she gives Jude a drink to help him sleep. And Jude's really scared, and he's like, "He won't let me go. He said he'd kill you. I can't control him anymore." And then the mum's like, oh, don't be silly. It's all going to be fine. No one's going to hurt us, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to her internet investigating again while Jude's mm. asleep. So she tries to call the therapist, but there's no answer. And then she ends up looking at this number that she typed. There's 606 upside down, yeah. so she puts 909. And then it comes up as this doll. And her James Heelsher has bought this doll. It's interesting, there's some sort of... Online published ownership of dolls. Of creepy dolls. Yeah. The uh, the dad is at the hospital and he and he says something about where they're living and, and this guy pipes up and he's like, oh, everyone went mad in that house. Son was living in yeah. the walls. It's absolute classic gossipy Village local. Life. Yeah. Oh, well, you're not from around here, are you? Let me tell you about a tale. A creepy tale. And he's like, oh, yeah, other tragedies happened before that. And people were saying, like, the doll was speaking to him and they killed the family. And and then uh, he's like, yeah, the city man that bought the place went missing. He just disappeared. Old Crazy Joe, we call him. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy Joe. So then it cuts back to her investigating on the internet and there's this string of family murders and the doll's there every time that there was a murder. Mm. But that doesn't make sense either because it said that James Heelsher bought the doll. So he was the last person that had it. So who had it before him? I don't know. Because he but he apparently got this doll. I don't quite know. It's bollocks. It's creepy though, isn't it? No, because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my God. So annoying. So she she's like, oh my God, all this stuff's happened and, and all these families have got missed. Like, it was basically families being wiped out and every time there was this doll there and she's like, oh, this is creepy. Then she realises that Jude and the doll are gone and she's like looking for him. And Joe appears with a shotgun mm. pointing it. So now obviously her. Joe's gone from local sense talking Yorkshireman to, to crazy to Yorkshireman creep. Yeah. yeah and he's like Jude's safe it's fine and then uh, he's here because he's like I'm here because Brahms wants me to be here he wants you to listen and then he's sort of saying he calls out to the ones that need him it's whispers at first does he not call out to the ones who don't need him because no one needs him? No one needs him. he's a creep. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he was broken when I found him and I fixed him. No, you didn't because that is a fresh-faced doll. There are no cracks in that doll at all and I don't believe that you would have fixed him that well, that he looks new. <laughs> I don't believe it. Then he says that Brahms and Jude are going to become one and she's just like, what is happening? And uh, Brahms knew you were coming so he told me to bury him so that the kid would find him, yeah. basically. So he was planted there, so he'd find him. 
And then she's like, where is he? And he's like, oh, he's in the big house. It's fine. So then she rushes Joe, knocks the gun out of his hand, and then runs to the big house with the gun. Mm. So she goes in to find Jude, and she's shouting for Jude. And all you can hear is these, like, child voices and, and sort of creaks and thuds. And oh, it's creaks. All that kind of creepy sort of ghost doll stuff. She eventually finds the kid and the doll, and then... He's he's in this mask again, this creepy mask thing, and, and she's like, you don't want to hurt anyone, just put the doll down. And then she takes the doll, and then she holds it like a baby, and she's like, I used to hold you like this, to try and sort of get him to snap mm. out of whatever it is. But then Jude has the gun because she puts it down to pick up the doll, and he points it at her. <gasps> he wouldn't. I know, right? He's like, we're going to live here forever. You can't protect us. So obviously it's been whispering to him that mm. obviously after this robbery it can't be protected with them and stuff. Can you imagine being a robber and breaking in and finding that you've broken into Brahms's house? You'd be out of there. Uh, oh, I you? would exit pretty swiftly. Oh, do you like know it? If I if horrible. I was in the position I had a mansion, yeah. I would leave like ostentatious things in the windows and be like. You may have these, but then... But then I'd leave, like, an unlocked door at the back, and when you went in, it'd just be, like, a room full of dolls. So you can have whatever you want if you get through this room of dolls. Yeah. Guarantee no one would. And I'd put, like... They would exit. um, Expensive tech items in dolls' hands, so they'd have to, like... like, Yeah, you you touch that. We'll see what happens. They're all haunted. scared of the doll. (laughs) But I suppose house robbers... Um, if that's a word. Maybe they don't would, get scared of... They might not get scared of dolls. No. Like, I might. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't rob a house. No, I certainly maybe wouldn't. That's the, certainly maybe wouldn't. that's the line, like, of, like, if you would rob a house... You're not scared of you're dolls. You're not scared of dolls. <laughs> if you wouldn't rob a house, you are scared, you are scared, of, scared dolls. of dolls. It's kind of... Maybe that's the sort of... What if you test. would rob a dollhouse? You're scared of people. That's, yeah. That's like the Venn diagram of, yeah. like, both. Yeah. yeah. You can't do it be all three. You're either, you can rob a house, you are scared of dolls, you're scared of dolls' houses. <laughs> you can't be all three. Cannot be all three. <laughs> Apart from that one person who is a little in the middle bit. So, yeah, dad, Dad's creeping in while uh, Mum's sort of chatting and saying, Brahms needs a mother and all this lot. And then the dad absolutely smashes this doll to smithereens. Oh, good. And Jude snaps out of whatever it was that... You know, it whatever. Joe appears and he's really upset and he's like, he's going to punish me. It's never over and all this kind of stuff. And then the doll sits up. So the doll uh, is possessed now. Yeah. And he's got a burnt face. His face is a little reminiscent of a sort of Groot. Is it meant to be the... Is it meant to be Brahms? Brahms is who Who got burnt in the fire? Not sure. Because that doesn't make sense. Because he was a grown man in the mm. last one and he lived in the walls. I can't. I don't understand this. So, uh, yeah, everything starts shaking and everything's all, like, supernatural. Joe ends up being lifted into the air. Yeah. And then there's a Which furnace. Which is no mean feat for someone... For a supernatural a voice. The, the, like Ralph Innocent's voice. I feel like you couldn't just lift him. No. Uh, a a lady voice you could lift. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a furnace in this room and then that explodes, blowing fire into Joe and he gets blown across the room. Then Jude goes to the doll to pick it up and then you think, oh no, he's still possessed, it's bad, it's terrible, but he throws him in the fire and shuts the door. Good. Because that's what you needed to do. (laughs) Then... They're in London, back at their old house, and all is well. And I feel like she's at work and the dad's kind of staying at home, mm. so they've kind of reversed roles and he's taking a step back and yeah. being she's a bit more signing a new publisher. Do you ever think sometimes in because films... Mm, he was working from home at that house. Yeah. So maybe Why he's realised... He work that, from home. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Do you think we're going to have films soon set in the world of lockdown and COVID? I know there has been a couple already. Probably. But even it's going to be like a whole little host of mm. films mm. all set in lockdown. Like that, what's that yeah. film where he's stuck in the house because he's got a broken leg and it's Hitchcock? Rear, Rear window. window. Yeah. 
We're going to have a whole load of stuff rear like windows. that. To be fair, I love Rear Window. It's great. I haven't seen it, but it's I would really watch it. It's really good. It's mm. really good. We should do some Hitchcock. Yeah. We've only done Psycho, haven't we? Yeah. So we need to do, do more. more. Birds. Yeah. The birds. Oh, God, I hate the birds. Oh, dear. Mm. Seagulls. Goddamn mm. seagulls. You could make a horror film about seagulls just simply by filming their natural behaviour. I was in Markham the other day and I saw a massive seagull and I was just like, why are you so big? I don't like it. It's because we're always eating McDonald's rubbish because people don't put it in the bin. That's true. Ugh. People need to put their rubbish in the bin. And Stop then... growing seagulls yeah. into the size of albatrosses. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh, they're so creepy. Um. So... So yeah, so they're at home, he's at home and he's cooking, so they're kind of sharing more of the responsibility of the home now and stuff, and it's all very harmonious and beautiful. Then Jude goes to bed, but then he gets up and opens the wardrobe, and you find that he's put this porcelain mask on again, and he's like, good night Brahms, I think we'll be happy here if they follow the rules. And that's the end of the film. Fiend. I hated it. I hated it. I don't mind. Like, I don't think it was good. terrible. But I didn't lose attention. See, Um, I did. Because, yes, it depends. I think this is the thing with films. Depending on the type of film, you need to time when and where you watch it. Some films you could watch at any time of day and pay attention to because they're riveting. Mm -hmm. And other films, you kind of need to be a little bit tired to get through them. Otherwise, you get restless and you get up. Mm. I can't just sit and watch a film unless I'm a bit tired. You or can't I'm at sit a cinema. and watch a film. No. Full stop. So, but I did watch I this oddly. I don't know why. Maybe I was just super tired. tired. Yeah. Super tired. I can, I can, but this one, I'd, I was taking notes and I just thought, oh, I wonder how long's left. And literally, it had only been on for half an hour. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, there's another hour of this. So, yeah. I'm going to give it a one out of five. Yeah. Has Katie Holmes been in other films? That have been recent. I can't remember. No, not just like Katie Holmes. Just think: Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise, Brahms Two. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. She must have been in other things. Was she not in like? She was in a lot of like nineties films, wasn't she? Mm, yeah. Was was she in Go? I think she was in I, Go. What's Go? Isn't that an old Chinese game? No. Go check. Isn't it a type of sort of checkers or something? No. Go. I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's not a film. But it's not it? a film of Kate Holmes, is it? No. I'm sure it was like a sort of teeny thing. It was like, you know, like hackers and all that kind of stuff and oh, like drug I films. love hackers. It was all that kind of stuff, wasn't it? Hackers is such but, a good film. Yeah. It's it's not a good film. I don't like it. I would say if you've watched Brahms 1... Watch Brahms 1 again because it's good. <laughs> Brahms 2... It, was, um, it wasn't bad, bad, but it wasn't good, good. I just... I just don't... They just seem to ignore everything that happened in the first film. I don't mm. understand why. I just don't understand. No. No. It didn't make sense. Gore, probably a one, because it wasn't very gory. Humour, probably... I don't think I found it funny at all, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to give it a none. <laughs> none out of I couldn't humor. even find humour. See, like, the first, the first one is not... Like, it's you not an Oscar winner by any stretch, no. but it's funny. Like, it's really funny. It just makes me laugh. It is funny. And that makes it, like, enjoyable. And it's great. But this one, I just don't know why they bothered. <laughs> I don't know why. It's tricky, because sometimes think... with a sequel, they have to change the formula. Yeah. But keep it close, but, but change, change it. it. Yeah. Which I, I get is, is hard to do with a sequel. They could have introduced like another doll. Yeah. They could have introduced. They could have oh, gone they could back have in time. Introduced and said that that man was still alive in the walls. Yeah. And they could have had yeah. like um, an Into the Spider Verse thing. There were lots of different Brahmses. Uh, yeah. Oh. That oh maybe that's the third one. The oh, Brahms verse. The Brahms. <laughs> oh, they oh they found like a lady dolly or something. Yeah. And it turned out that girl was still alive. Yeah, but she's and was a good living doll. In the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Or what if? And then they could have like <laughs> the third one, Child of Brahms. Child of Brahms. Yeah. What if in the walls? So Brahms was living in the in the first film. He was living in the walls of the house. Mm-hmm. What if someone was living in Brahms's walls in his? walls of his little bit inside the walls of the house like an even smaller like version yeah. yeah 
like a smaller that version. That could be the girl, the girl yeah. who died She's living in the, in the walls mm. of Brahms's little rooms, which in are walls. in the walls. Yeah. And her doll is like a, a Polly Pocket type. <laughs> Tiny. Oh, I used to love Polly Pocket. Yeah, yeah. There's. A, to be fair, I feel like there's loads of stuff they could have done with it, but they just kind of seem to ignore everything and just. I don't. I don't know. It's not for me. I'll stick with the first one. I like the first one. I suppose the problem was the, the scary thing in the first one was the reveal that it was a man. Yeah. Was they couldn't do that a second time, really, unless. Yeah. They they obviously did do the. That's it. So they've kind of done. This time they've like the reveal is he was haunted the entire time mm. and it's like but he wasn't though. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh well. Yeah. Maybe I'll write a screenplay for Brahms three. You could what you yeah. Mm. Write a haiku and then develop it that into develop a screenplay. It into a screenplay. So you've play. got to be con- you've got to condense the film into a haiku and then and then make it work into a film. It into work a screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I probably have a better film than <laughs> the boy two. Sorry, boy two. Not for me. Well, mm. next week. Yeah. We have we're improving next week. Next week we're gonna do audition. Oh. Oh I'm excited. I've not heard of that. What's that? I feel like if you liked Old Boy, you'll might like this. Oh, I did like Old Boy. It is I a did like bit gory, old so I might have to watch it and oh. and get you to oh, look away. Yeah. It's quite gory. But the, I think you'll like the story. The story's good. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, for next week, watch Audition. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod. And we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And we're also on Buy Me a Coffee. If you would like to request a film or get access to our exclusive content go to wns horror pod on there throw us some coffee money yeah Yeah. and we shall see you next week bye cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier now you can use your contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your tv screen using simple voice commands That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. 
When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.